0: Welcome, everyone. This is Russ Chronicles of the End Times. So glad to be with you today. I hope you are well and in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit today. God has many things he wants to do through you and with you to glorify his name. Today, we're going to continue our latest series, God and You, The Divine Connection. And that connection can really be seen in the Gospel of John, chapter 15. In verse 5, Jesus says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. If a man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. This is my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. That is something as Christians we have heard a lot about in Jesus' name. Ask anything in my name, and it will be given to you. It's probably one of the most misquoted scriptures in the Bible. Why is that because we leave out the abiding part. Those of us who have walked with the Lord for a while understand that in us there is no power. It is Jesus Christ that has the power. We have to step into His shoes, and when we do, God is powerful through us. So, many times I run into people who want to talk about their faith. Oh, I believe I have great faith in God. My faith, my faith. But it's not our faith by itself that brings the power. It's not our faith by itself that works the deeds of God through us. It is our faith in Jesus Christ that he will do what he says, that he has all the power in the world, he has all the power in the universe. It's that confidence that we have in him. That's the faith we need, not the faith in ourselves or to build our faith up so we feel full of faith. Many times when we feel full of faith, we don't do so well because it's like we're mustering it up, like it's within us and we got to muster it up and we just got to believe. I have to believe. I have to believe. You know, it's kind of like a mantra, when in reality, it's the quiet faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our abiding in him is what brings that out. Jesus is saying, look, abide in me and you can do all things, but without me, you can do nothing. Jesus says, this is the glory of the Father, that you should do his will and bear fruit and be shown as my disciples. So how do we walk in this? How do we step into Jesus' shoes and have that faith? We need to abide. That means we need a daily relationship. We need to have that abiding presence of God. The scripture tells us that when we are weak, he is strong. Now there's a spiritual truth wrapped in there. When we are weak, he is strong. What does that mean? Well, in reality, we're always weak. And we need to remember that. And that's what Jesus is telling us here, "Bide in me, otherwise you can do nothing." Understanding our weakness and his power And how it connects is so very, very important. We are always weak. If we have that understanding in our minds and in our hearts, we know that we can do nothing of ourselves. Therefore, we need to trust in God. We need to lean on God. We need to have a close relationship with God so we can hear His voice and know what to do. Jesus never did anything on His own, His Father, He listened to His Father. And when his father said, go and heal that person, he healed him. When his father said, yes, you're going to go today, raise Lazarus from the dead. These are all things that God instructed him on those early morning prayer times. As the sun was barely coming up, Jesus was on his knees talking to the father. He was being strengthened by the angels. He was getting his workload for the day. He was getting his instructions He was obedient, as the Scripture says, even unto death. He did all that as an example. This is what I want you to do. I want you to abide in me. I want you to hear my voice. I want you to do my Father's will, not yours. And sometimes we take the Word of God, and it kind of gets abused, and we apply it to things, and we say, in Jesus' name, this, in Jesus' name, that, and we're asking, and we're disappointed when we don't get the results is because we're not abiding. We're not listening to what God said. The powerful name of Christ is not to be used for our own benefit, but to free other people from demonic forces, from illnesses, from spiritual blindness. In John chapter 6, beginning with verse 38, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. If we're going to make a difference in this world, if we're going to turn this world upside down like the apostles did, then we need to do what they did. And that's follow Jesus so closely that they know what to do and when to do it. Our service to the Lord is important. Our relationship to God is vital. This is how things are going to get done. And we heard what Jesus said about those who do not abide. It's not like, oh, well, sorry you didn't abide, but it's okay. That's not what he says. That those who do not abide, they don't have the life that the branches that are abiding have. They have life. They bear fruit. The others begin to dry out. And Jesus said they're only good for being thrown to the fire. And in another place, Jesus said, when salt loses its saltiness, it's good for nothing but to be trampled on the ground. We don't want to be there. The mission is simple abide in Jesus, and he will use you. He will use you for who you are, not as somebody else, not as this great evangelist or great orator. You may not be that person, and that's fine. Many of us aren't, but your personality has been given to you by God, despite what the world thinks, and God's constantly making mistakes, and we have to correct those mistakes. God doesn't make mistakes. Whatever you are today, you need to find yourself in God. You need to find that place. If you're not confident in who you are, read the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God. Allow Jesus to put his arms around you and assure you that you are exactly what he wants you to be, and you have something that he wants to use. You might have a tender spirit. You might have a giving heart. You might have an intercessory heart. There's so many things I could not name them. The Holy Spirit knows. But whatever it is that is your gift, you have a gift because you are a son or daughter of the Most High God. That's important. That's what abiding does. Abiding does not only give us power to do the Father's will, but it gives us understanding of who we are. That abiding in Christ assures us. That, yes, the way God made us is the way it's supposed to be. There's nothing more that the Father would like to see than you and I allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through us. With a kind word, with a spoken word of encouragement, anointed of God, there's nothing like it. Someone can go on and speak volumes, just does nothing. But the right word at the right place and at the right time, led by the Holy Spirit, touched of God, is like someone in a desert dying for a drop of water. We need encouragement today. The world has lost its mind. It is frantically, frantically running through the toy store and the candy store and whatever you want analogy you want to use, grabbing everything they can because their hearts are hungry and they don't know how to fill them. That's not how you and I should be. Our hearts get filled by the Holy Spirit. God's contentment, his love for us. God saves to the uttermost. God heals to the uttermost, which is the furthest distance. It's the furthest destination. There is no destination that God can't reach. That's what we need to hold on to. That's what we need to strengthen ourselves in this crazy upside down world. So I encourage you today to abide in Christ and don't let fear overtake you. And that's what we're going to talk about next time. We're going to talk about overcoming fear, because fear disables us completely. It makes us wrap ourselves up into a corner and want to hide. We cannot allow fear, which comes from Satan himself, to capture us. We'll talk about that next time. For now, abide and have fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and you will be built up, you will be strengthened, whatever you're going through right now. You will feel the power of God come into your life because no one loves you like the Father does. No one. He's given his best. And not only that, he's still giving. He's still pouring out his spirit. He's still calling. He's still healing and mending. We need ears to hear. So this is Russ Galson for Chronicles of the End Times praying for you all. Keep living for Jesus because the time is drawing near. Keep looking up. The king is coming.